The following is part two of a two-part podcast, so if you're interested in understanding what's going on, make sure that you're caught up on the previous part. All right, gentlemen, we're going to move into closing statements. Is Paul open first? I'm going to let him close last. Vosh, I'm going to let you close first. You have seven minutes on the clock. Go ahead. Won't need all of it. I rambled for a good bit there. Uh, that was absolutely hyperbole. I defend the underlying intent. Um, I'm always willing to clarify if asked. I think that my channel, for the most part, has been pretty consistent in indicating a non-essentialist attitude towards people's ideologies. I mean, I created the channel based on the idea that there were a lot of like alt-writers out there who just needed to be yelled at a little bit, and they might be pulled over to being a good person. And if I believe that, then fundamentally I have to believe in the idea of people changing. Um... I mean, the if, if, if the worst interpretation of my message there is a kind of like essentialist denunciation of um, modern conservatives or the idea they actually are the Ku Klux Klan, like they're all out there burning houses and shit, obviously I don't believe that. Um, but I do believe we have to be kind of a, a watchdog um, for the ideological, uh, you know, development, even if it goes underground for a bit. I and mean, we're seeing things rise back up right now. Is that uh, that the end of your closing, Bosch? Yes, yes, that's all I need. Okay, okay. Paul, go ahead. You have seven minutes on the clock. Um, let's see. Um, I did not prepare a closing statement because I did not know how this conversation was going to go. And admittedly, there was a wide range of uh, ways it could have gone. Um, here is why I wanted to have this conversation. Um, I said earlier, Jordan Peterson is a net positive um, because even though he's said bad stuff, overall, he does good. Um, Vosh, I have said on multiple occasions, um, I think you actually do a lot of good um, in, in spite of or alongside of all the dumb stuff you say that I think was made clear in this debate. For example... Um, you, I know your audience, you give a lot of like actually good practical advice to a lot of, um, I think like teenagers and whatnot who, you know, are socially awkward or struggle or whatnot. And when people say, oh, well, Vosh is just this or Vosh is just that, you know, we should just ignore him and not speak to him. It's like, okay, I think that's stupid because if you were as bad as people make you out to be, or rather if you were defined by your worst dumbest statements, um, then you would be a terrible person. But I've seen you say a lot of reasonable, good things. And uh, the part of the reason I had, I wanted to have this conversation, I don't know exactly, but, you know, is to at least make that clear and to see if we could have kind of a um, an agreement. But again, the difficulty of that is when you, I've watched your videos and I obviously have seen the most hyperbolic stuff you say. And whether or not that's, actually reflective of what you believe or not it's kind of like well the only hope that i think you have is if you um stop living this contradiction where you say these one things and then you come into these debates which i thought was extremely you know aside from you saying things i strongly disagreed with let's say i mean this is like a respectful conversation i think it could actually be productive you know we, we can we didn't get to go into the merits of postmodernism and you know moral moral anti-realism versus you know objective realism in a non you know um i guess emotionally charged way probably in part my issue but 
I, I, like there are a lot of bad things going on in the world. And I do think that we need to turn the temperature down and have a conversation. And to your point, you should still call a spade a spade. And that's why I'm not being, you know, the nicest person I could otherwise be. But I also think it's important to actually like acknowledge you are more than capable of reason. You're more than capable of doing the right thing. And I would hope to elicit that from you rather than do the easy thing, which is, oh, well, Vosh is just in his own bubble and he, you know, he can go F himself. And it's like, time will tell whether or not I'm the fool or I'm right. So, but I really do appreciate this conversation. So thank you. Is, is that, uh, is that the end of your closing there? That's the end of my closing statement. Yeah. Okay. Gentlemen, I appreciate very much you guys coming on this fine evening. We have a bunch of callers to get to. And uh, we have a bunch of super chats to get to. I don't fully expect that this debate is actually going to stop. Sometimes the callers and super chats will lead us into kind of different avenues. So not going to close it up just yet. I did I did have kind of one question, though, before I got to the callers. Um, I, I do tend to ask questions. That I take notes the entire debate. One of the points that you said, Vosh, was that you were a moral anti-realist and a utilitarian. Do you consider those two things to be compatible? Yeah, 100%. It just means I don't think there's an objective basis for the axioms that I use as a metric for determining what's good or bad. So why should anybody trust them? Um, I don't think you can make an objective argument there. I think you can make an intersubjective argument, the idea that most people will have axioms that prioritize like human well-being, for example. But I don't think you can make like a fundamentally objective argument, you know, the same way you could make like a like a mathematical argument. I don't think you can make that for morals. So is, is it is it more preference based then for why you think that, that axiom is why people what people should should move to is it's yes. like uh, okay gotcha all right I just wanted that that clarified thanks thanks a bunch for that a peacecraft can you hear me okay what's going on boss man how you doing go I'm ahead doing well. with your question to whichever debate so, please try to be very concise we have a bunch of callers uh, behind gosh, you gosh I got I got to nail down some points but I'll do my best uh, Vosh. You claim that Jordan Peterson is a fascist due to his rhetoric involving neo-Marxism or his critique, uh, his critique of cultural Bolshevism, right? Uh, I know you've been on record saying you don't read a lot of theory, so I won't go over the Bolshevists, but if you critique, but you yourself share these same critiques, if you are against the labor theory of value and you are also stand against communism, you stand alongside not only Jordan Peterson, but also Noam Chomsky, in their critique of the Frankfurt School and neo-Marxism. As far as your positive claims about Jordan Peterson. Just one the, thing at a time, one thing at a time. Sorry, like, I, I'm trying to respond to one thing at a time. Go I, ahead. My apologies. I don't mind specific critiques of the Frankfurt School. Their job, or I guess their goal, was to be incisive and controversial. So a lot of the stuff they said, I think, was pretty goddamn stupid. Um, the issue, though, is using them as kind of a scapegoat for the idea that they're using liberal progressivism slash degeneracy to sow hatred and discord in the West and so on and so forth. Uh, I don't have an issue with the critique itself, like the fundamental idea of critique, at least. Um, it's the way in which it's framed, you know? All right. In order to make your positive claims of Peterson being a fascist, given that his work for several decades was to examine why individuals and groups alike participate in social conflict, exploring the reasoning and motivation individuals take to support their belief systems that eventually result in killing and pathological atrocities such as the Gulag, the Auschwitz concentration camp, and the Rwandan genocide, 
Why do you believe that he would stand for such violence when all of his academic work, all of his published work, and all of his other things, at least on the violence claim, violence being a very necessary precondition for fascism, he stands completely opposed. Why uh, would you believe Peterson to be a fascist if, if a fascist would say all within the state, nothing outside the state? And given Peterson's very public statements critiquing the shit out of his own government, where he tells them to go themselves, and his rise to prominence in his opposition to Bill C-16, why do you believe that he would either be pro-violence or pro-state in the totality that a state would need to be in order to be fascistic? But remember why he was criticizing the state, of course. It was because they were trying to clamp down on him being transphobic. Um... I think that Jordan Peterson is probably very sincerely anti-state, but I still think that the messaging and rhetoric that he uses directly enables all of the ideological and cultural tendencies of fascism. That is to say, the xenophobia, the natalism, the fear of degeneracy, the so on and so on. Um, I think that sure, he's quite all right. The, I have the 14 points. Let in him front finish, caller, caller. Let him finish his point. Go ahead. I just want to say, I don't, I don't think that Jordan Peterson would ever sit down and say, like, this is why building a death camp is a good idea. Um, that he would be sympathetic to Putin's invasion of Ukraine, apparently for the idea of preventing the spread of Western degeneracy, is a kind of weird indication that he might be more permissive in that regard than he usually lets on. That's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty loud warning alarm, right? All right, I just have a quote for you. Mm -hmm. I hope that a revolution of the worker may be possible. We must utilize dual power. By no means should a worker be deprived of his arms, for it is only the constable that is armored with his helmet and his truncheon. The vote of the proletarian cannot accomplish this, for democracy is a tool of the bourgeois. We know not what will come after the revolution, yet the state of life is so untenable for the common worker that we must push ahead regardless. Do you agree with this statement? No, I don't think so. I think well, uh, well, that is crazy, Vosh, because that is a direct quote from you, churched up from period language, with your conversation with White Nervosa in 2019, and Short Fat Otaku's video timestamped at 33 minutes and 50 seconds. Yeah, my my thinking has evolved since then. I think I'm a lot more permissive towards electoralism because I think I was overly optimistic on the potential value of direct action as a singular plan for motivating socialist action not to mention the fact that you know conditions have worsened so much since 2019 that i feel like uh we need to reshuffle our priorities when it comes to how we'd actually reach out to people and on what issues oh there he goes no no i'm sorry i'm sorry i had to move the call on I, it's not me being rude to callers i just i just want to try to make sure to get to callers you can finish your answer he's listening oh only uh yeah only that um <laughs> oh only that, yes, my thinking has absolutely changed in that respect. I don't fully disagree with it. I just think, um, I don't know. I think things are a bit more complicated now. Thank you so much for that call in, Peacecraft. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Corinth, you're on. Go ahead with your question. Um, so for like P.F. Jung, um, I do feel like that the Klukos Klan comparison is still incredibly apt, even if you don't try and make it um, the des ideological descendants of it. Especially, at least okay. for the second Ku Klux Klan, After Birth of a Nation, which um, you can see as membership rises in that wave, you still have much less, like, burning down of Black people's houses. You still, you, there's a, uh, the second wave was a lot less direct action, violent oriented. We all agree on that, right? No. 
I don't agree that the con- modern day conservative to KKK member is an apt comparison. Or I mean, I mean, just like the the as the second wave was a lot less direct violent. We agree on right. I don't know they what you're referring to specifically. Like the second wave of the Ku Klux Klan after Birth of a Nation, they weren't doing burning down uh, black people's houses. They weren't engaging in like lynchings at the rate that the first Ku Klux Klan was. Like there was still obviously a small subsect of it, but considering they had like something like 10 to 100 times the membership, it's, and it was still a lower net number. Okay, sure. So as we said, we can look at what the Ku Klux Klan was advocating for. It was things like anti-globalism they were against the league of nations at the time they were against Mm -hmm. immigration they were very like populist and nationalistic but like do you understand my critique of why i don't think it's wise to compare modern day conservatives to kkk members my understanding of that was you were looking at the direct violence caused and you were saying that they modern day conservatives aren't like burning down black people's houses no my critique was Virtually every person, when they hear the word KKK, thinks of the KKK that burned down houses and lynched black people. And so when you compare modern conservatives to people that lynched black people, that seems like a bad idea for the reasons I explained. Do you understand why I hold that position? Uh, I understand why you hold that position. I just don't think that, I think that's a misunderstanding of what the KKK was. Last last bit, Corinth. Make your point very concise. Um, the KKK didn't all engage in this. You just had a bunch of people that were fine and permissible of this. You have groups of the right, like the Proud Boys and things, where they were trying to go in a van with masks to a gay pride parade. You see things like this where people are running cover for people taking action of this. And they're just and that's what the KKK majority was after Birth of a Nation and around the turn of the century. Sure. Well, if you if you call someone a, a conservative, a KKK member, and then give them the explanation you just gave, you tell me if that convinces them. Okay. Uh, you know, Corinth, I will I will let you kind of give a follow up because I'm not sure I'm not sure we can really end it right there on that note. Um. So whether or not someone like agree to them being a KKK equivalent would be irrelevant if they are right. Like. People don't like to see themselves as evil, even if we would all agree that they objectively are. Like, you can kill people and think that you're justified for it, even if everyone else will agree that it was an unjust killing. Okay. Do you think most conservative Americans are killing people? I mean, what is this? No, I think most of them are running cover for it, like the majority of the KKK members in the second wave. Do you think that most of the right-wing people are going to be so far against it that they're still going to opt out of sex that are doing this do you have conservative friends just out of curiosity uh arguably okay do you think they the people that you're friends with would lynch a black person no i think they'd run cover for the people that do that and you're friends with them yes okay well that says more about you than anyone else all right, we'll let that. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, Noah, uh, you were you were patiently trying to uh, get into the debate even before it was time for people to get into the debate. So you've been waiting patiently. Do you have a question for somebody? Uh, yeah. Can you guys hear me? We can. Yeah, this is a question for Vouch. So I don't want to straw man you here, but your uh, reason for equivocating Jordan Peterson with the fascist is because he has similar 
views. Is that correct? I think he makes a lot of the same arguments, and I think he broadly advocates for a lot of the same cultural tendencies, yes. Okay, so with that logic, do you think it would be fair to compare, for example, uh, modern-day LGBT advocates with people from the past, such as Alfred Kinsley and John Money, who advocated for a lot of the same things? In what respects? Um, well, they had, uh, for example, Alfred Kinsley's book about male sexuality was very much... Uh, was very influential in shaping the sexual revolution and acceptance of homosexuality and similar behaviors at large in society. And a lot of uh, his associations were with people that, such as uh, abuse kids and stuff, right? Sure, the standards for psychiatric practice weren't exactly uh, high back then, but there's a difference between trying to describe why you think a person adheres to an ideology and making a tenuous link between a modern day social movement and like an earlier iteration. If you go back far enough, you'll find that pretty much any modern social movement has an origin point that's pretty disagreeable to us now. I mean, go back to the civil rights movement or go even further back to the abolitionists or the first wave suffragettes, and you'll probably find that a lot of them had terrible views on a bunch of stuff. And a lot of their leaders probably weren't that great either. Um, but of course, that doesn't denigrate the modern movement. It just means that history has moved forward. But couldn't you say the exact same thing about Jordan Peterson and what he believes in a lot of conservatives? Couldn't you literally make the same argument? No, because what they are doing and what they believe now are harmful now. I'm not trying to say that they're bad because they're tied to some earlier iteration of belief that, you know, like cheapens them now by proxy. I think they're, they're bad on their own terms. The term fascist but is just a reference to the broad set of tendencies. But specifically, if you look into it, there are criticisms you could justify of their own volition. With modern-day LGBT activism, though, um, obviously all those people are perfect and flawless, so no such work there. But they're the descent. So your argument is that they're the descendants of people like the KKK and the Nazis, right? If there's an ideological through-line, yes, the KKK to modern conservatism. Is there an ideological through-line to the people you said, you mentioned, and the modern queer movement? Yes, of course there is. But I don't think that in and of itself is a denunciation. You would have to examine what has moved, what has grown, what has changed, and how it refers and applies to the systems we live in today, you know? Yeah, I mean, the main issue I have with what you're saying is it seems like it's like a double standard. Like, do you think that you're, that same sort of charity that you're giving to this movement that you support, you're giving it to the people that you don't support, such as Jordan Peterson? Don't you think that exact, literally the exact same thing verbatim that you said could be said about them as well? No, because I can criticize Jordan Peterson on his own merits. If the criticism you wanted to make was that, hey, you compare modern conservatives to the KKK because of an ideological through line, couldn't you do the same between like modern queer movement people and like I don't, the 1960s psych people, the weirdos or whatever, uh, which is true. That is true. Um, but unless specific criticisms can be found of the modern queer movement, uh, there's not really any value to denunciation by proxy. You know, you'd have to you'd have to argue, well, this is a bad thing they did then. And here it is present today, and here's how it's changed over time. Noah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, no, 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 I'm sorry. I got to get the call there. I appreciate the call in, though. Have yourself a great day. We love you, Noah. Oh. <laughs> Andrew, almost. Almost. my friend says you're an addict in its fullest meeting, referring to cigarettes, I believe. And he wishes that you quit for your own sake because we love you. <sighs> I think it makes him look cool. Now and I got to gotta remove you from the. <laughs> every every time the smoking right i agree I with it. bosh I'm a
smoker, all right? I'm a, I get it. I understand, right? It's a moral <laughs> failing of mine. I'm so fucking sorry, all right? No, I think Relax. it makes you look cool. You don't need to apologize <laughs> for that. That's right. The worst That's thing right. about cigarettes is they do look pretty cool. Not gonna lie. They do look cool. Joe Camel had it right. All right, Will, you've been you've been uh, waiting very patiently. Uh, go ahead with uh, with your uh, your call in and whoever you had a question for, please. Hey, so uh, this is a question for uh, Paul. So I'm tr I sort of want to ask you about like why Jordan Pearson has like this uh, this really like deep disdain for trans men, right? So like you have a uh, Elliot Page, right? I mean, he basically. Did it like quote unquote perfectly. He transitioned as an adult, right? He also like uh, didn't make that much of a fuss about it because he did it like I don't know five years or so before all this trans shit going on nowadays. So like, but like yet on the other hand, right? He's like really uh, gentle and like fatherly towards like these alienated men, which seems to fit trans men to a T, right? Like that advice is genuinely useful for trans men. So I was just like wondering like why does he hate like trans men so much instead of like I don't know, trying to like, I don't know, be nice to them or like guide them or, or do some, anything other than like call them degenerate or something, right? Okay, well, again, everything you just said is not true. Um, I don't think there's every, every piece of advice or piece of psychological advice that Jordan Peterson puts forward is applicable to everyone. No, so my, there's nothing in his body yes, of like... work that's independent or that is exclusive of trans people. His, again, it, you, you notice you took Elliot Page as one example and then compared it to all men. Why does Jordan Pearson like all men but dislike one person? Well, he, his, dis, his, dis, his dislike for Elliot, for what Elliot Page did was that Elliot Page, in his mind, and again, I disagree with this, but I don't think, I understand why Jordan Peterson would hold this perspective is that Elliot Page by, I think it was, I think Peterson's term was flaunting uh, their surgery. Um, that could very likely convince many children to go along with it or to do that themselves. And if you believe as we have to iron out, this is an open challenge to anyone who would like to debate this. We can do it on the crucible. We can exchange studies. If it is the case there is a social epidemic of children uh, transitioning who will regret it, then Elliot Page, from a consequentialist perspective, played a role in encouraging people who might not otherwise be trans to undergo surgery. If you believe that gender is a social construct, meaning that people use, meaning that the roles of gender, of man and woman and all that, are determined by media in part and social norms, then how is it not the case that someone proclaiming how they you know, became transgender and it was perfect for them, and that might be the case, but when it's a, uh, uh, when you're a star and you have a bunch of uh, children who are in the midst of a, um, what I, again, believe, and I think the evidence clearly indicates, an epidemic, it's a problem. It's like, you know, it's like someone who uh, lost a ton of weight to the point that they were anorexic and then um, you know, saying this is good for children. Because if, 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 if Elliot Page came out and said, I did this, but children should wait. And if you're a child and you're thinking about doing this, wait till you're 18. So, you know, this is the right move. I guarantee you, Peterson would have had a different perspective. Do you, is that unreasonable? Do you, do you think it should Elliot Page have probably done that? No, I'm saying like, uh, 
he says this not just towards Elliot Page, right? If that's not true, you can like, I guess I'll take the L on that. But he said that towards like all trans men as well. Like even those who are like privately like. That's not true. Their, like, nope, that's wrong. That's not how. True. Like he spec says specifically. Give me an example, otherwise it's wrong. not true. I mean, he says like, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he's just in general, right? Like trans people are just nope. Like, misguided oh. or like caller caller um I'm, I'm not sure that we're getting anywhere here uh with this call i don't like, want to cut just, your i don't want like, to cut okay, your time so, short but can you make a really concise point here that pf can respond to i'm just saying why this hostility like to uh instead of like trying to like work instead of what why do you, does he have this negative attitude instead of a more positive attitude like like he does with problematic okay, men sure let, let me let me try and Put this in a way that people generally would agree. Religious people on the right who send their children to gay conversion therapy rightfully elicit indignation and rage from people, and that should. And so when those people who see religious conservatives sending children to gay conservative camp, it makes sense why they would then broadly say, actually, religion in general kind of sucks. If you can understand, if I can understand why someone would have that perspective, why can the other side not understand why if some minority of children, a very small minority, but a large enough that it large enough that it is part of a bigger issue, if some of those children do get their breasts surgically removed at age 13, which they do, and no one disputes that it's happened and that the studies say it was a successful surgery despite them being bullshit studies, which again, I will back up and debate any time, then again, it makes sense why someone would have skepticism of like, look, we're going a little bit too fast on this, Every, saying anyone can be anything at any time. We should maybe pump the brakes a little bit and understand the extreme elements of either side are a problem. And we need to have some sort of reasonable middle agreement. But Nobody seems to want. Thank to you for that. Appre appreciate that, uh, Paul. I got to move on to the next caller, Elrunder. Did you have a question? Go ahead. Uh, yes, uh, I was calling in uh, because uh, I heard uh, Paul uh, theorizing about Jordan Peterson maybe uh, trying to subvert the Christian uprising or de-radicalizing Christians or something, mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, the whole thing: uh, who's the real fascist and and so on. And my question comes down to this, because we have a clear evidence for this thing, and I want to hear Val's opinion on that as well. Uh, Jordan Peterson clearly stated many times on many occasions that his primary goal was not to defeat the leftists or something. He was seeing an uprising, especially in America and Europe, in America of the alt-right, who mm -hmm. were the only force to take on the culture war against the left. And he saw that as a danger because he's an individualist. He hates identity politics. And therefore, he had to take basically, uh, it's basically like a neoliberal uh, uh, renaissance he had to instate. And he was very successful with that. So that was his primary goal. I want to state that. And if you have watched, uh, Vausch, have you watched that documentary of uh, Resurrection Europa, John Peterson Dismantled? I, uh, um, do you have an opinion on that? Are you, um, are you German? Yes. Okay. Well, my ancestors are mostly Polish. Um, 
which is why it's going to be quite Same. an embarrassment to you that I'm about to out-IQ you right here, okay? You and your alt-right compatriots are terrible I'm at knowing... I'm not alt-right. I'm an identitarian. Right, yeah, okay, thank you. Are terrible at knowing <laughs> what's good... And don't deflect from my question. Are let him finish I, his let, answer, yeah, come on. Are terrible at knowing what's good for you, okay? The modern Republican Party is clearly gunning to achieve basically everything you cared about. They're just not stupid enough to openly announce it. Do you think? Do you think Hitler would have been able to one day rise to the position of prominence he had if he was back in twenty nine screaming about the Jewish question? No, of course not. It's basic political strategy operated in by every radical group in the world. Okay, so you're complaining about Jordan Peterson. Oh, he's he's an individualist. He's he's not. He's diffusing the culture war critic blah blah shut up man have you listened to what he's been saying lately degeneracy racking the entirety yes, of the I've, right i've seen what he's saying he's now complaining about the uh evil nazi trolls saying elmer uh, uh yeah. laughing my ass off on twitter so what yeah. are you talking because, about because pure speculation obviously on your as long it's, as you it's call because you yourself you're not a dissident as caller, long as you call, call, see, calm down you're obsessed with your... the aesthetic of being a dissident because you need something to explain your virginity okay as long as you call yourself a Nazi, obviously you're going to be denounced. Jesus, the Republicans don't mind Nazis. They've been working with you from behind the scenes for literal decades. The only time they denounce you is when you're stupid enough to say you're a Nazi or an identitarian or whatever. Jordan Peterson oh, yeah, is doing same, good right? work for you, okay? Right now, your side, your guys, billions of dollars in uh dark money being funded to people even like ben shapiro even ben because ben shares a network with matt walsh and candace owens literal hitler defending candace owens and matt walsh who was talking about how necessary it is to employ the death penalty to rid our streets of degenerates you have no idea how good things are for you you can millennials you I goddamn millennials can i say no, no, going Paul, back to Paul, the... Paul, this is the caller's time. Go ahead. Oh, I just, I just want, yeah, Paul, Paul, I okay. just want Elrondor to appreciate how good things are for them right now. That's it. That's lit. Like I'm a socialist, man. Think about how I feel. Okay. Steven Crowder was crying and moaning about not getting a $50 million contract. So he can make jokes about black people and put on minstrel shows. And I, meanwhile, have to worry about YouTube TOS monetization. Do you think there are dark billionaires funding BreadTube? Where do you think our money is coming from? Even Dude, Nick Fuentes, who's stupid like you enough control to- all the institutions. I but, but wish, I wish! I tell you that. Show because, me what uh, institutions. We are, we are really, we are really laughing about the establishment, basically tolerated establishment, uh, political uh, forefront like Stephen Crowder you, making you, millions. You have no Here idea. In Germany, we have no money whatsoever, and these people make on a yeah, YouTube because, channel like fifty yeah, million. No or shit, something. because you, because you guys f***ed up in Germany. You up there you don't eat where you shit dumbass nazis already no, had a try over there everywhere it's only america who has the funding conservatives in america oh, oh i'm so sorry it's only the backing of the most powerful and wealthy country in the world i know how devastating that must be for your failed ideology jesus no. christ look 
you have no idea how good things are for you right now. You lack the political like comprehension necessary to understand your ideology cannot be brought about by a bunch of LARPing 17-year-olds screaming about how they're the real renegades running online and talking about Jews, okay? It has always been about the dog whistle. It has always been I about the covert... the Jews. I, You're no. making stuff up, Walsh. Oh, I'm sorry, wait, I'm sorry. You? Hold on. Wait, really quickly, really quickly. You said people like me control all the institutions. What do you mean by that? Yes, people with your ideology, progressive socialists? values. Yes, also socialists. Yes, many socialists. Okay, just to let you know, you might want to change ideologies because the Nazis did kill the mentally disabled. And if you seriously think socialists control institutions in this country, <laughs> you, you, you might want to skedaddle to like Spain or some shit before they went. Uh, okay, goodbye him. No, Do no, you can, you can finish. No, this, these, these fucking millennials, these Nazis today. They have no idea how good they have it. I swear to God, even back when I started my channel, all right? Even back then, Donald Trump seemed to put some kind of effort in distinguishing himself from the farthest right of the Christian nationalists. But no, no, now everything is going their ways. Ron DeSantis is literally like, yeah, what if we just did the Fourth Reich here in Florida? And they're like, eh, but I still can't call the Jews out of Twitter. God almighty, they are so whiny. But he'll he'll grow up. He's like 15. They all are. Um, if and, I could just chime in. And Elrondur, I I do appreciate the call. I don't I don't try to remove you guys. I'm not trying to throw you off. I'm just trying to consolidate the time frame correctly. So, uh, I, I'm fine. I'm fine with people challenging both debaters' ideology. I have no no problem with that whatsoever. Uh, Paul, did you have something you needed to say? Yeah. First off, ich bin Altenwickenzeitensist, but ich bin Wurschtkonfianzist. You speak German? I no, agree. It's Whatever it's he absolute, said. It's absolute gibberish. But oh. I was, that was pretty good gibberish. Yeah, it was, it was really good gibberish. It was convincing Dunk, gibberish for Dunkashen. sure. Um, <laughs> was that gibberish too? No, that was thank you. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the point, first off, I don't know what that person was exactly saying, but he did seem right wing, certainly far right wing. Um, although I didn't really hear, like I said. However, Vosh, to the point, you, you made a point about um, Matt Walsh uh, talking about like death penalty and shit. I have made a video specifically saying Matt Walsh is approaching fascistic. Those are fascist talking points, real fascist talking points, proto-fascist even. The point about syndrome syndrome, right? As soon as, as soon as Matt Walsh says those people are evil and we need to do something, you can't get along with evil. That is the opposite of Jordan Peterson's entire body of work, which is that we are all capable of evil. Wait, that what's, the whole that, message. Um, what's that called again? Redundancy, redundancy? Is that syndrome syndrome? Yeah, redundancy. When redundancy. you use a word to mean anything, it means nothing. When everyone's super, no one will be. The, when the, everyone's fascist, no one is. The and my problem, point is so you the, make it more difficult for okay. us centrists, the real people, to call out the actual far right. So people, here's like the issue. Matt Walsh who's approaching that. Matt Walsh. Oh, sorry, not Matt Walsh. Uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, is threatening felonies against teachers who have um, books in their classrooms containing references to gender or sexuality for the exact same reason that you defend Jordan Peterson going off on Elliot Page. This is why I use the term more than you do. What you're looking at in DeSantis is a policy application of something you're defending. The idea that the public demonstration of this ideology is something that could lead to children getting groomed. The idea that like, these like 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 first graders in their classroom might open up a book and see like some gender sex ideology thing and that might trans them that is the same fear as 
Jordan Peterson saying they might see Elliot Page posting happy selfies. So all you're really railing against here is the policy application of your ideology. But that's the difference. I believe we need to call it out at the ideological level, not just wait for it to become policy. You have to target these things when they're still festering in the minds, uh, incomplete thoughts. You can't just wait for them to be in charge. Like, Ron DeSantis has already got a decent shot at winning the presidency. Like, okay, now we find out that he's a fascist. Well, I was telling people that years ago, and I could have said that a long well, time ago. That, when you call everyone a fascist, you usually get 100% no, it's the same rate thing. when they actually it's the turn same, out to be fascist. It's the I, same I don't ideology. believe anything you said about Ron DeSantis. I know that he passed a law to ban critical race theory, which Jordan Peterson disagrees with, and so do I. I do not, what, what you said, it's he he's threatening felony charges for people who have books that reference gender and sexuality. That's not possible because any mention of man or woman is referencing. That gender. is so literally what, your no, description. Wait, no, wait, look at what's happening. You can Google it. It's happening right now. Florida is providing it. I can't, I, I can't help believe... you with that. I can't help you with that. You have to Google. There's a, there's a Florida whitelist of books that they're uh -huh. going to approve. Obviously, even though they say they, they're, they're disallowing any references to gender or sexuality, what they actually mean is any references to non-cis, non-straight people, Hold because on. that's Are, always what they mean with Just to be clear, language. what I said, I don't believe what, what you just characterized. You're saying the law as written is that any book that references, quote, gender and sexuality, end quote, you're saying anyone who has a book that does that, whatever the that means, those no. teachers are going to prison. The law says public Please school teachers it. may not instruct on sexual orientation or gender identity, but instruct is, well, wait, hold on. So okay. instruct is really vague and it's including now per broad like interpretation and through like state uh, interpretation, having books in your classroom that indicate those things. So instruct on actually means your classroom contains it all. And the word is sexual orientation or gender yeah. identity, which yes, the technical definition of the law, the, the actual text on the bill would mean uh -huh. that yes, any reference to being a man or a woman, even if you were cisgender would be illegal, but that's not how it's being enforced. Much in the same way that Nazi Germany would talk- What age was that uh, law applied to? What, that's from 2022. I'm saying what age is sexual orientation not allowed to be introduced in the classroom? Because uh, just to be clear, in case this is a fascistic talking point, I don't think it's unreasonable to oh, no. say before the age of like, let's say fifth grade or something, um, we don't need to bring up sexual orientation in general. You can acknowledge like, oh, so-and-so has two moms, which you should because there are people okay, who so, have two moms. So to be clear, to you would be in favor of the state bringing felony charges against a teacher no. if, they have a, wait, if they have a book in their classroom and that book is the story of like, a little girl realizing that she's actually like into girls and not boys. Like her mom's like, one day you're going to get a boyfriend. And her dad's like, one day you're going to get a boyfriend. And then at the end of the six page book, she's like, actually, I think I like girls. And the mom and dad are like, I guess that's okay too. So s how many years in prison for that one? Six, seven? <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Yes, so you like, are deliberately just doing a bit and removing all the no, 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 that, no, that is explicitly the thing that is happening. And that's like Jordan Peterson said, wrong he's against all of desantis's bans on critical so, race theory right. and i'm sure the gender stuff as well because that's just as vague has he said that has he said he's that he disapproves his, he's explicitly said the attempts to ban critical race theory is a bad idea and it leads to censorship okay. so if he thinks that it's morally wrong for a trans male adult celebrity to post selfies because that might influence children on gender ideology 
how is that not the exact same thing? If we are in the midst of a social contagion, which you disagree with. Okay, okay. that's that's Whether, what Ron DeSantis is trying to prevent. You realize that, right? They're referencing the social contagion in the Florida don't say gay bill. And what you're talking about is degeneracy, by the way. When you say social contagion, it is explicitly... No, it's not. Also, Jordan B. Peterson agreed with Trump when he said he wants to ban all ages, federal gender ideology, and affirming care. So apparently... No, he didn't. So apparently... Hold up. Let's see it. That's What you just said is wrong. Okay. He agreed with the speech that Donald Trump gave out um, back on the 1st of February. Trump said that he wanted... Trump said... So here's the tweet from Michael Knowles, which is describing a video linked within. Trump is calling to outlaw transgender ideology, not just for little kids, not just in classrooms or certain federal programs at every level. This is an excellent development and other potential 2024 candidates should follow suit. Jordan Peterson quote tweets with, I'd have to agree. So that seems as straightforward as possible. That is a, an explicit endorsement of federally banning anything. Do we have time to pull up the, the tweet and the speech? I can link it. Um, the, the tweet. And accurate. no, and no, and no, we don't. We've, we've ended up in a side debate. I've got to get to our last call. Okay. And I got to get to let me say this. All, all right, Hang on, hang on, Paul. Listen Sorry. to what I'm saying. Very important. Uh-huh. We won't be able to get to all the super chats within the confines of the time limit that we have here, guys, if we go on too much of a side tangent. So I'm going to I'm going to allow a little bit of it. But just just understand, I'm trying to keep this on pace so that uh, we're not here all night. Right. Well, I'll just wrap this up and say I'll 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 watch that tweet and I will uh, that that speech. And I will if he says what you said, he's what if Jordan Peterson agreed that all transition should be illegal, if that's what Trump put forward. And then Jordan Peterson said, I'd have to agree that I will make a video condemning that because that's bullshit. And that is one example of Jordan Peterson being a dumbass, which he is certainly capable of being. Outlawing the ideology at every level, which would be like... Outlawing the ideology or the ability for adults to get gender surgery? The ideology, which which again, I know you hate these comparisons, outlawing the ideology of social contagion and degeneracy was the literal first thing the Nazis started their book burnings over. The literal, actual, direct first thing they did was we will no longer allow the education of or learning of this material. We will ma- mass ban all these books. On yes, like- censorship is bad. Okay, I agree. <laughs> okay, let's we just agree. move on, yeah. All right, guys, we got to get to our last caller here before we get to Super Chats. I don't see anybody else in the queue. And uh, Rob Nori, you've been Holy shit! <laughs> Go hey. ahead with your questions. Yeah, can you hear me? Thanks so much for yeah, having me. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's uh, no, and by the way, uh, there's no ambush. We just, I just let oh, people no, it's totally call fine. in, you know, talk. So go ahead, Rob. Yeah, thanks for having me, everyone. I didn't hear all of the debate, so I had a question for Vaj. You're not claiming that Jordan Peterson's, like, called for the shooting or the execution of anyone in the trans community or anything like that, right? You're just saying that his rhetoric could lead to bad policy and bad actors doing terrible things and violence. I mean, he's he's agreeing with a prospective presidential candidate saying that they want to ban the ideology at every level and ban all medical intervention um, for for it. So that seems like the literal first thing you do before shooting an ethnic group, you know, like 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 nationally ban teaching about them and arrest people who do teach about them and then like exclude them from the healthcare system and then like you would shoot them. Fair enough. I've watched you on a debate make comparisons to conservatives over and over, to Nazis, as you're sort of doing here. 
And in that debate, I believe it was with a left winger, you continually said, shouldn't we have stopped the Nazis in the 30s before they took power? You then went on to make a statement that I want to ask if you still agree with. You said that you want a world where left wingers could shoot out windows at the Patriot Prayer type people in Portland, where, by the way, a Patriot Prayer member was executed in that very uh, situation. Uh, he was open carrying, the, uh, the, that group was open carrying lawfully. And you said you would like to see them shot. How can you criticize someone for taking a step that might lead to violence? when you yourself are directly calling for it. First of all, obviously not all violence is equivalent. You'd have to morally assess it. But second of all, you're mischaracterizing my position. I didn't say that people should have been shooting at the Patriot Prayer Boys. I was saying that if ever we reached a hypothetical scenario where right-wing militias were invading cities, shooting and killing people in some kind of social collapse situation, you know, society falls apart, all the right-wingers in the hills of Washington and Oregon run out of the cities with their AR-15s and such. Under those situations, obviously, shooting at them would just be a matter of simple self-defense. That's a pretty easy ethical one. The reason I was talking about it there was I was defending the right to gun ownership. I was saying that if that social situation ever does happen, then like, yeah, I would, I would rather like, you know, not die to the right-wing militia. I'd rather be able to defend myself. I didn't hear you say that. Uh, you didn't say, and if you're clarifying those remarks, that's fine. But in the context of that conversation, you didn't say, you referenced the specific action the Patriot Prayer was taking. You said they were menacing people, they were harassing people uh, because they were intimidating people with guns, and you wanted a world where they would be getting shot out. But I accept if you're changing your position. But the point I have is, don't you think it's incumbent on you to be more responsible for your action? Seeing as how the issue that you referenced specifically did lead to the murder of someone by someone who is very similar in ideology to you. I feel I was consistent and clear with my point before, but I don't remember every word I've ever said. Either way, I'm generally consistent on this point. I do believe in exercising the right to self-defense, and I don't believe it's irresponsible to exercise the right to self-defense either. I think we kind of have to, given the situation, right? Last, uh, hang on, hang on, uh, Rob, I just want to let you know this is going to be uh, your last point. you got to make it very concise. Okay, uh, I just want to say that, you know, I think that when you hear talk of censorship, talk of legitimate self-defense, uh, the caller previously was right that all these institutions are dominated by people that share an ideology with Vosh. They might not be as socialist as Vosh, but Vosh isn't a socialist either. He's a millionaire, you know, that moonlights as a socialist so he could keep getting money. That's what these leftists do. So, Vosh, I would love to debate you someday on this. But I know you keep running from me and pretending you don't know me. So anytime you want a debate, you talk to Andrew or me. We'll set up a debate on the topic of your choosing. But it was an interesting debate. Thanks for letting me call in. Yeah, of, of, of course, Rob. Uh, have a great day. Uh, appreciate your call in. I have no defeaters um, for these arguments. <laughs> um, appreciate the call in. We have a lot of people across the board who do call in. I know that there, there's like been maybe a bit of a kerfuffle between these two. But I don't care. If somebody wants to call and they have legitimate questions. No, I like Rob. We're going to fill them. So, uh, guys, we're going to move over to the Super Chats. I understand that there may be a bit more contention here as we go through them. Um, I'm going to kind of... contention here. I don't know what you're talking about. Right, right. There's none. There's it's just... It's not even a debate, really, when you think about it. Uh, Risky Dave sends in a $5 Super Chat. He says, absolutely nothing. By the way, my favorite kind of Super Chat. Borp sends in two bucks and says, Vosh, what you... Uh, you're some of these are trolls, uh, troll chats. I'm going to skip. Borp sends in a $2 super chat and says, clean your room, bucko. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Gordzilla sends in a $3.72 super chat and says, normally my disdain of Vosh makes me super chat to tell him so. Well, that'll teach him. But not this time, Vosh. Not this time. Not this Which, time. Which, by the way, I appreciate the super chat. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of, you know, goes against your own narrative there, but okay. Adult Small Bear sends in a $2 super chat and says, oh, God, some of them, some of them are trolls. Um, How many of them point... involve horses? Not, no horses yet. No horses. Not huh? yet. Not yet. Now, well, now all of them are going to be about you did that to yourself <laughs> yeah it's it's very funny i i don't know. <laughs> 2.2 acres in a bear sends in five bucks and says pf is zach morris's younger brother you do have the zach morris haircut i don't know who zach morris is you've never seen saved by the bell dude uh i've seen the remake but no hang on, not the hang on. Bosh, you've seen saved by the bell haven't you god when i was really young my dad was yeah. watching it yeah well, Vosh is considerably older than me so that would make sense wait how old are you I'm centrist James Vanderbeek, is what I've been told. That's your age? If you, ha if you had to guess, how old do you think I am? Well, well like shit, guess. now that you've said that, I don't know, 23? Like, I don't know, I would have guessed more like 30. You, you look, I feel like you look how old I am, but I might look older than I am, so you might not know that. How old are you? I'm 26. 26, okay. I'm 28. All right, we're not, all right, okay. Consider, like I said, still considerably alive. older. Yeah, yeah, still alive. Whew. Right. <laughs> uh, so uh, 2.2 acres in a bear sends in a $5 super chat and says Vosh versus BPF on a trans debate battle royale 2023. All right. Well, I appreciate the uh, the super chat. Pestilent fellow sends in a $10 super chat and says, can we get a Vosh versus BPF debate on the trans movement? OK, fuck. Oh, I hear you guys. We'll, we'll talk about it. Whatever. Um, uh V uh, vegan jealousism says Andrew versus oh man enough of that <laughs> the same from the same character says uh, for four dollars Vosh is dancing around making actual points and then follows up with Vosh is too woke guys and that's coming from a vegan I learned it from oh. Jordan Peterson <laughs> fair enough uh. Raymond Cannon sent in a $4 super chat, says absolutely nothing. Reverend Coffin Son sends in 10 bucks and says, Vosh is the biggest R slur in the debate, Brosphere, hands down. So That's I true. see that you've made a fan. Got a big fan there. Hey, they must like me enough to at least know that I'm the biggest one. Right. What's that? <laughs> it's like the Jack Sparrow thing. But you have heard yeah, Exactly. But you have heard of me. Yeah, fair enough. Vile Van Gogh sends in a whopping $20 super chat. Appreciate that and says, Progressive crime policies have resulted in record homicides, uh, homicide rates disproportionately represented by black deaths. Martin Luther King could be forgiven if he was resurrected today and made the guess that BLM was the next iteration of the KKK. So right. I think I think his point here is that uh, black deaths and homicide are disproportionately represented and that Martin Luther King if he was resurrected today, might be in the camp of you considering him a fascist or a Nazi. Um, I probably wouldn't agree with him on everything. Also, he was a dirty social Democrat. Um, as for like modern day crime stat, I have no idea what that has to do with progressive policing policy. Um, policing for the past 30 years has been defined by broken windows policing, which has been considered in retrospect, not only to be destructive, expensive, but also like the right wing take. I mean, we have more prisoners than any country on earth. How could how could we possibly have a progressive system for um, policing? 
that's that's just a funny comment for no particularly good reason you know i just thought it was funny uh mr spencer says it a two dollar super chat and says at paul what's your definition of fascism what's my definition um i'm not sure that i have one i i usually don't define most of the words that i use like most people as in most people do not define the words that they use i'm using it in sort of a um Fascism is a ideology that center around, centers around a totalitarian state, a top-down order, a suppression of the rights of democracy, the suppression of individualism, the um, state justifying or the state mandating that some people have more rights than others. I mean, that's a, a stab at it. Does that um, seem unreasonable? Well, I, I Big think Papa Fascist of- or Vosh. I think that there's a lot of definitions that can well, be used um, that, this debate. Yes. that can be used for fascism. And I think that it's an ideology that's not very well understood, even by people who claim that they are. So, Sure. And I would just point out more broadly, when people ask, like, well, define this word or define this word. It's like, well, if you actually break it down, most people do not define most of the words they use. And it makes it's not really an issue. Right. Fascism. Okay. That's a good example. But like, you know, for example, we use words like experience, define the word experience. It's like, well, I've never, I've never actually sat down and defined the word experience. I just define it by using final fantasy references. Well, that would work. So, you know, fascists fascists are bad people. That's the simplest definition. Vigangelicism for eight bucks says people are not gender interchangeable widgets based andrew wilson okay thank you for that what does that even Uh, mean that uh people aren't interchangeable widgets i i guess um yeah i think we're all unique snowflakes in our own way we all have we all have something to bring to the table yeah i would well i mean i actually agree with that uh mr spencer sent in a two dollar super chat and said no really paul no really paul what is fascism so so it's almost like he well, knew for sure really that you were going to define this incorrectly because this super chat's from an hour ago. So that's, this that's one impressive. predicted wow. that the previous one's question was going to go unanswered. You know what? He should donate again and just say, gotcha. And he should do it $20 or $30 or $50. I mean, he should, but he kind of got you, right? Hey, like I'll... A little bit. Got you a little I'm, bit I'm, I'm a fool, so I have no problem getting got <laughs> In the uh, sense, of course. Vegan Gel sends in another $3.72. Says, Vosh, how could you compare people to Nazis no nonchalantly? It's pretty weird, dude. Um, yeah, I agree. The times that we live in are pretty weird. Unfortunately, um, what you're suffering from and what I might diagnose you for is kind of like a temporal exceptionalism. Nazis weren't exceptional. Um, there were plenty of Nazi supporters all around the world back when they were prominent. The idea that the Nazis represent some kind of like incredibly unique cosmic event that can't be replicated, can't inform anything, can't uh, influence people or change people's minds in the future. It's just not true. Uh, It was a powerful and widely accepted political ideology. There were adherents to it then all around the world, and there are still today. Um, There aren't as many now as there were then, but it's, it's a thing that exists, you know? 
Um, people, people got all up in up in arms because it's like this Godwin's Law thing. Oh well, the Nazis were so bad. Oh well, you know what? The Nazis weren't the only ones that did a genocide. The <laughs> British killed millions in the Raj uh, in India. They also killed millions of uh, uh, Irish people with um, a, a genocide disguised historically as a famine. And we still call a famine, by the way. The Belgians did in the Congo what the Americans did to the Native Americans. This happens all the time everywhere. Um, the idea that you have to be somehow super unique or special to be compared to the Nazis, I just don't think it's true. That is exactly the central message of Jordan Peterson's work, if I may point out. Yes, I'm familiar. I think I might have actually seen a specific piece of material that you're referring to where he talks about the capacity for anyone to become that bad. Um, right. Unfortunately, I don't think he has very much self-awareness. So... Um, he may denounce the idea, you know, oh, anyone could be a Nazi. And then he'll turn around and start talking about how we need to ally with Trump to federally ban all references to uh, transgender people. And, you know, OK, well, here we go again. again. OK, okay. We'll uh, let me move over to some other super chats here. Early life checks and a ten dollar super chat and said, are we really having a debate about Jordan Peterson, the shill who runs cover for Israel and recently called for war with Iran because my reasons. It's, it's, this is more like that. Nazi whining. Listen, okay, one day you're going to lose your virginity and the obsession with distinguishing yourself from regular modern conservatism um, is going to fade away. You're going to realize there's more important stuff in your life um, and you're going to become more of a relaxed, latent supporter of Nazism the way most people are by voting Republican, okay? You, right now, you're full of anger. You're full of rage. You're going to it's it's all it's not it's not going to be there with you forever okay it's 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 going to fall off your shoulders like a weight and you're going to realize wow modern day conservatism's honestly doing the job a hell of a lot better than you and your crazy internet larping ever could godspeed see i i la i laughed at that that's funny and like because you say you can, what did you say? You can support, you said. Uh, like the way most uh, Americans do Nazism by voting Republican. By voting Republican. Yeah. Right. That's like a, that's a funny line. Okay. Which is why I understand the hyperbole and stuff. It's just, I, I hope you understand the degree to which you, the real person who's aware that that was funny and the, the persona, and we all have personas. P.F. Young is an online persona as much as Vosh. You're aware of the danger of blending those too much. Because... It was funny, but it wasn't. I wasn't joking. I, I mean that. Uh, most yeah, but... most Nazi groups endorsed. Wait, seriously, go on Nazi online forums. Who do you think they voted for in 2016? Independent. Um, all of the uh, uh, communists voted uh, Democrat. Uh, no, a lot of them don't vote. But uh, if you a could average out vote. their votes, ignoring the people who didn't, yes, sure. Right, so each side has its crazies, and each side is responsible for addressing its Well, communists crazy. are good, unlike Nazis who are bad. Another <laughs> bit, see? it's That's it's... not, wait, that's not a bit. I agree, wait, yeah, I'm, I'm, full, I'm, I'm a Marxist. I've got capital right behind me. Yeah, but Marx, you, oh my God, I was under this, aren't you, don't you argue with tankies all the time? Yeah, but I don't think they're communists. I think they're fascists. <laughs> Uh, I, I laugh, but I'm not joking again. Well, it's hard to tell. All right. BioValve sent in a $10 super chat and says, Communists support state-owned resources. Fascists also supported state-owned resources. By Vosh's logic, aren't communists fascists? No. It's a, that was an interesting segue, by the way, from the previous tanky to... 
just yeah. so you know. It really that was. was. Uh, the Nazis uh, massively privatized their industries, actually. And in a communist society, there wouldn't be a state. But uh, no, the Nazis did not have a bunch of state-owned uh, industries, far less than the Weimar Republic. They had a bunch of state control, but that's different from state ownership. Okay. 2.2 uh, .2 acres and a bear sent in $2 super chat and said, Peterson blows. <laughs> um secret stars and in a five dollar super chat and said can paul name any present day american figure who he believes is a fascist if not does he believe there are no fascist public figures anywhere in america that's actually a really good question it is i would say that uh matt walsh recently has uttered fascist rhetoric like these people are evil and we can't get along with them and the kernel of truth in his point, again, everyone on this panel agrees that child abuse is pretty close to evil, I would assume. What constitutes child abuse? Obviously, there's a dispute. But if you believe, as I do, that there is serious child abuse type stuff that is getting normalized, like, like the, what was it, the nine-year-olds going to the drag shows where uh, there are uh, fake breasts exposed. It's not, it wasn't at a school. It wasn't a drag queen story hour. It was parents on their own volition, bringing their children to a show with sex acts. That's up. That's, I think that's perfectly reasonable to call degeneracy. It is, it is wrong and fascistic to say that someone who comes to uh, a school with like a clown outfit that could be perceived as drag, even if they themselves don't call themselves drag, that that's terrible. Like any mention of, like you said, if you even mention gay people, then that's 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 a you know that's a bad thing. That would be legitimate fascism, and so Matt Walsh is pushing a lot of that stuff. And my evaluation of him as a fascist is precisely because he is he is saying the exact opposite point that Jordan Peterson makes. These people are evil, not me. I'm not capable of evil, even though I'm a rich billionaire or millionaire who has a huge platform, and I'm you know telling all these people that these people are evil. I'm not capable of that. These people are, and it's like. Again, it's very easy to understand why people are upset about the extreme shit going on. Yeah, the problem is just children. keep keep in mind, leaving aside whatever fantasies you might have about like 15,000 uh, double mastectomies of 13-year-olds happening every day. In reality, it isn't. And what's more, if you were to do like a culture war crusade after any kind of behavior, this would be like... This would be like one video going viral of a dad sneaking their son into a strip club. Something I think you shouldn't do, obviously. Uh, and then going, that's it. That's it. Uh, Hooters is out of here. Strip clubs out of here. What kind of degenerate ideology would, et cetera, et cetera. The issue is like, if you want to hyper fixate on some incredibly tiny minority of perceived bad behavior within a community and use that as an excuse to attack all of them, that is how literally all forms of bigotry take place. Every That's pogrom against the Jews was incited by some story, real or imagined, it didn't matter, about one Jewish guy doing something bad. Every KKK lynching was done following some story, real or imagined, of some black guy a white girl or being in the wrong place at the wrong time. There's always an, initi like a, a, an initial justifying, legitimizing uh, anecdote that's huge. Sure. That's true with anything in history. The, uh, who was the, um, the, the black child that was uh, beaten and thrown into a river and the mom left his funeral casket open to show everyone what they did to the child? 
of course, anecdotes are powerful. Black Lives Matter, police, George Floyd is exactly what you described. The number of unarmed black men that are killed by the police is less than 30 a year. Except the changes, except again, because issue. again, your guy is proposing a federal ban on health care. Who's me? Who's my guy? Jordan Peterson. Your guy is proposing a federal ban on health care and literally all education on them. Comparing that to we need police reform because of brutality against black people, it's not really comparable. Okay. The reform is good, but what you're talking about is social ostracization. You've unironically called it degenerate. If you want to talk about degeneracy being inappropriate behavior with children, then literally every community on earth is culpable for that. The largest of which being, by the way, parents and religious groups. And I guess Catholic uncles. Church. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. The church, the home, and school, which are, between the three of them, essentially all institutions. And it's not like work doesn't do this either. If you want to run a home. crusade on like, here are a couple of examples of abuse of children in this environment, therefore, we're going to ban these people, we're going to make it illegal to teach about them, we're going to excise them. You can't do this for everyone. The reason you think trans people in particular are a threat, or the reason you think gender ideology, because that's the whole, you know, love the sinner, hate the sin thing. It's you, you right, get which brownie points. we already points. proved you were wrong about. We did not prove anything to that fact because you've yeah, done it did. in this conversation. What no, you're advocating didn't. for is exclusion of a minority group, but you, you, you abstract it by talking about an ideology instead. An no. ideology which is being used right now for unironic fascist like book burning taking place under Ron DeSantis. Uh, Jordan Peterson endorses this, endorses the ideology behind true. it and federal yeah. bans that lead to it. 100% um, wrong. Okay. We already talked about this. We He's did. against, he literally said in the last podcast, he's against all of the ba all of the censorship because it's too ill-defined. Critical race theory, ill-defined. I Paul, guarantee you he'd feel the Jordan same way. Jordan Peterson about was lobotomized ideology. by his daughter. His brain is soup. He says lots of shit. In that bit. tweet that See? I linked. In, Funny. In that tweet that I linked, he agrees with an un like an explicit and unambiguous federal ban on this stuff. Um, I guarantee you that if Ron DeSantis comes out and the, the legislation says we're banning references to gender, that Peterson will say exactly what he said about. But he just said theory. he agrees with it. Yeah, he tweeted it. He's like I said, he's the dumbest person on Twitter, and people oh, retweet man. stuff that's all the, that's all, all, all that is dumb all the time. Okay. Are you serious? Really? Do you you want you want to go into the worst tweets or worst individual things that people say that don't actually reflect their beliefs? Well, I think if a person's a public political figure who's a millionaire and is listened to by tens of millions, and they say on Twitter, "I agree with these policies," that should probably be taken as an indication they agree with those policies. So it's not just why? like he's being like mean or something. He okay. said it explicitly. So what? So why did he say? If he's for, if he's in favor of that, Soup why brain. is he? Did he explicitly say that critical race theory shouldn't be banned? That Ron DeSantis is making a mistake? That that's censorship and authoritarian. Soup he brain. said that, that he's explicitly. he's inconsistent and possibly dishonest, like many of the people he works with. Yeah. Or or that's one explanation. Or like I said, he's the dumbest Twitter user ever. He's a sixty year old boomer. Of course, I, this you roll your eyes, but you know it's true. He, so being Jordan a boomer Peterson doesn't mean you just Jordan casually Peterson, agree with fascism online. I did, he's a dumbass Twitter user. And for and again, if, if you can provide me a rationale of any kind, why would Jordan Peterson say it is a mistake for DeSantis to ban critical race theory? That's censorship. That's authoritarian. These are all direct quotes from his last podcast. And yet he would 
yet suddenly when it's referenced to gender, which is even more vague than critical race He doesn't theory, talk about race that much, but he is in an, one of the loudest cultural war voices on the hatred of transgender people. He doesn't talk about race that much, so he's inconsistent. He's not okay with censorship when it's on like this ambiguous race thing, but he has literally said it shouldn't be allowed for trans celebrities to publicly post pictures of themselves because that might lead to that degeneracy spreading to children, which is a direct ideological through line to the idea that you should just federally ban the subject because that Again, also would pose a threat to children. This is why it's difficult to have a conversation because you just said he wants to ban celebrities from allowing them from uh, posting their pictures on Twitter, which has nothing to do with the ban in schools that you were just criticizing him for. Did he so not say it was morally wrong for trans yeah, people to exist in a public space? That's he definitely didn't say that. He criticized Elliot Page for posting a selfie. That was, that was what he did. That was literally all he did, by the way. He posted a selfie of himself by the pool. That's it. And he freaked out at it. He made Showcasing. a whole video defending the, the, uh, his, his decision to not delete the tweet like right. Twitter As asked him to. Right, a boomer. And again, oh my there's God. nuance yeah. here. I love how you don't actually think that him being, what is he, 60 or something? No, actually but then he made a video. Communicate in those platforms. He made an edited video afterwards. I agree. I, and that was, and I, and I made multiple videos saying, this is dumb. He's an he's okay, moron so for this. You, so you think it's dumb and, and I think it's dumb. And here I am pointing and, out an example of him being weirdly authoritarian when it comes to trans people existing in a public space. Right. So there's nuance here. Jordan Peterson's perspective, and you can disagree with this, and we can have the debate about the studies, is that there is currently a social contagion, which is the technical term. That, uh, it's, that is not, a, wait, hold on. That is not a technical term. <laughs> Hold Anorexia on. is technically a social contagion. So is cutting. That's literally the definition of a social contagion. Is that is that true? A social contagion colloquially refers to its etymological root. I mean, yeah, social and contagion. As a but, psychologist, but the use of the term social that? contagion to describe transgenderism is absolutely not technical. Anorexia nervosa and social contagion, clinical implications. Je Gender dysphoria, which is a subset of body dysmorphia, where some people could benefit and do benefit, and I know people and I've talked to them, and part of the reason this whole thing is even an issue to begin with is because, and you can doubt this, I don't care, but the reason I bitch about, it'd be very easy for me to just go lump in the, uh, you know, right-wing Christian fascist uh, perspective and say all trans people should shut up and all trans people should be banned. I don't believe that. I actually believe the biggest barrier to acceptance of transgender adults is the fact that people look at all the weird shit going on with kids and go, you know what? I don't think about these things as much as Vosh, me, or, or, or Andrew, or whoever, but anyone who's against that, I'll vote for. And I don't care if they're also banning adults. I think that's wrong. And that's why I try to be nuanced about this stuff. I Google. Well, I'm gonna give Vosh the last word and then we gotta move on to the other super chats, but I actually did not know that social contagion was a clinical term. I had no idea. Um, I just Googled social contagion trans, and it's just a bunch of articles on how it's not like being trans isn't a social contagion. Um, this is the same uh, shit they I, said about gay people, too. Feed. They said that uh, yeah, gay... they were wrong about that. Because yeah. the medical establishment's capable of being wrong, like they are now about gender disorder. So wait you, wait, you think being gay is a social contagion as well? No, I think that uh, the medical institutions labeled it as a social contagion and were proven wrong. It's and, not a social contagion because the rates of homosexuality are stable cross-culturally. Yeah, and that was only found after an initial surge of evident homosexuality back in the 1980s and 90s. Yeah, like because, the left-hand thing. Yes, like the left-hand thing. 
So likewise, if we're seeing a surge of trans people now, uh -huh. it might stand to reason that it's not actually a social contagion. It's just a sudden acknowledgement of the existence of a demographic. It might stand to reason. What are the percentages of Gen Z who identify as trans or genderqueer? Do we know? If you're including non-binary people, it might be a huge number of them. Well, everyone's non-binary because gender is a social construct and everyone contains masculinity and femininity within them. So. True. Not, not really. Okay. It's more complicated than that. But sure. well, right, right. Well, that's a good place to leave that, Paul. We got to move on, or we'll, okay. we'll, we'll never but, get through it. Yeah, so. I, I do have to go soon. It's been a long day for me. Yeah, we're almost we're almost done. Uh, I I promise we'll keep it to the three hour confines. Uh, Vosh, just uh, humor a few more super chats. We're almost done. It, uh, James Nelson sent in a ten dollars super chat and says Vosh is doing rules for thee, but not for me. Everything cops and anti Marxists do is evil and must be punished. But you want to impose the same crimes as punishment to get even. What? Why are they always so vague? It's, uh, there's, this, there's this weird like brand of low IQ perceived hypocrisy where it's like, ha, huh, I've discovered a contradiction. You think bad things are bad, but good things are good. I don't know. What are you talking about? What, what crimes? To, for, for revenge? Well, I, I, I don't even know what they're referring to. Okay. Bonsai Pack sends in a $20 super chat and says, guilt by association is a fallacy, a very useful schmear. He actually spells that S-C-H-M-E-R, <laughs> but okay. That's, do... that's probably an anti-Semitic dog whistle. Schmear is a kind of like Jewish application of cream cheese to a bagel. So it's like, ah, uh, the Jews like that. I don't, I don't know, man. It's your chat. I'm, I just got a feeling. If I'm, if, hey, if I'm wrong on that one, that's on me. If I'm right though, huh? Aren't, aren't they smart? I've never, this is the first time I've ever seen it spelt like that. What ever. did the super chat say? It says, guilt by association is a fallacy and a very useful schmear to do what thou wilt, Vosh, uh, and thanks BPF for truly revealing debate and powerful performance by all. Uh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, that doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like he's beating you up that bad, just saying that he thinks that there's a smear that's kind of put in there. Maybe he misspelt it. I don't know. Yeah, uh, the use and spelling of smear is a delect loan word from Yiddish. Mm, ah. Well, we had we had two identitarians come on earlier, so maybe I'm, uh, I'm just looking out for it. Uh, uh, anyway, um, with, with regards to the actual point, um, no, <laughs> uh, it's not a matter of guilt by association and guilt by association isn't always fallacious. We're also not evaluating people's individual moral character. We're talking about the actual effects they have in society. If you're associated with a fascist in such a fashion that you say contribute money to them, for example, you could have any ideology, but might still be materially harmful in that fashion and therefore bad. Um, but I wasn't really making guilt by association arguments. People are complicated. I was just talking about Jordan Peterson and the general ideological tendencies of conservatism. Uh, one of the chatters in my chat, I think he came over from here, says, probably right. This chat's giving off some ye is right energy. You'll never find somebody who's more critical of, of uh, Kanye West than I am, believe me. Uh, Aftershock sent in a $5 super chat. I'm getting peppered with these, so I'm just going to condense all of them together because they want me to ask this so bad. Rob Nor versus Vosh is a trans woman a woman. When's it happening, Vosh? There's a lot of extra emphasis behind that, by the way. Um maybe i i feel like the convos i've had with rob weren't that interesting in the past i don't i don't normally run it through like on pity i don't know i'd have to think about it i'm um okay. i'm i'm i'd have to think about it i need to like reflect I, I don't know what there is to talk about i feel like we're I, it's not it's normally just like him reading from a script that he wrote out on toilet paper beforehand and i'm just sort of sitting there wondering what what's even what's a joke and what's not i don't yeah okay 
Uh, this one, I don't, maybe I don't have the context for it. Uh, for $10 from Christian Baller says, Bosch, stop running from Sitch and Adam. Make sure you give them their props. PF, you would have done a lot worse without them. I'm Sitch not and sure. Adam, I tried to get on their show like eight times. They talk about me nonstop, which I like me too, so fine. Um, and then I'd see them doing it. And then I would like, I'd go like, hey, like I DM either of them on Twitter, I think. And then I just never, they never responded. Like this, this has literally happened while I'm streaming like half a dozen times. The one time I got an invitation from them, I think they had Sargon on. They were going over a video of mine and those absolute pussies. I, after asking them, hey, can I come on? Like for an hour, I finally end stream because the next day I was doing a 24 hour charity stream and the actual minute I end stream, Sargon DMs me and he's like, hey, you wanna come on? No, I'm going to bed. You had your goddamn chance. Well, I was like, you worried that I was going to make money off of talking to you. Actually, Sargon did whine about that um, after I trashed him in the last convo we had that like BreadTube makes money off of debate. Like he's principally opposed the idea of making money off of YouTube content and whatever he has to tell himself, I guess. Um, okay. I am obligated to say, uh, Adam friended from Sitch and Adam shared one of my videos when I was below a thousand subscribers. And so, and that put me over a thousand. So technically I am his vassal. And if this is a feudal arrangement, um, Oh shit. It's, it's by proxy then. Yeah. Potentially. And, and, and although he wildly disagrees with half of what I said the last time I talked to him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, again, I, I don't have the context, guys. I'm sorry. But uh, Mr. Miner sends in a $5 super chat and says, couch, what does the word couch, is that, is that to Bosch? What does the word degeneracy mean to you? And should it be opposed? I don't, I, it's, it's who, who you start with, couch. I don't know who the couch is. I, I have to assume I'm couch. Um, the, um, Look, I, even I've used the term degenerate to refer to, like, anime viewers, okay? So it's not like, you know, it's not the term itself, but, like, when it's being used seriously... Don't when, you watch anime, though? I watch good anime, okay? There are people who watch far worse stuff than me. Um, okay. <laughs> the, yeah, okay, it's for people who watch bad... Or, or, you know, no, all people who watch anime. Fine, f it, I'm in there, too. I mean, you watch Berserk, right? Obviously, you watch Berserk. The, I've read Berserk, like, three times. I haven't watched Berserk. That Oh, you mean, like, the 90s show? Yes, yes of course. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's great, right? It's great. Oh, it's yeah, phenomenal. Can't go wrong. Yeah, okay. Beautiful. All right. Um, I was about to have to throw you off. because no. I was like, what do you mean you don't watch Berserk? Not, not the modern more. 3D one. Yeah, the old one was good. I, I, anyway, when, when people seriously talk about degeneracy, what they mean is, like, well, a social contagion. They mean, like, this is a, like, pervasive and subversive social force that is wrecking our country from the inside. And it usually refers to something uh, that has to do with like moral character. So like you would, you could argue like socialism is destroying the country more than, but that's not really degeneracy on its own. Socialism would be like uh, drug use because it's perceived to be like representative of a lack of self-control or being gay or trans because those things are considered to be like interpersonally deviant to a reactionary. Um, Generally, like the idea of degenerates destroying society is really old. I mean, it literally goes back before the Enlightenment, but it's been weaponized more and more with the rise of mass media because it, it's fundamentally a pseudo-populist accusation. It relies on this um, collective feel of unease, you know? Is your community being destroyed by this, that, the other is yours? And that's a lot easier to pull off when you have like radio and television. Uh, it's it's a real issue. It's a fundamentally irrational way of 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 conducting political um, messaging. 
uh, Raymond Cannon. We're almost done, by the way, guys. Raymond Cannon sends in a $2 super chat and says, homeschool or die. Okay. That seems like a, okay. Wilhelm Bone sends in a $10 super chat, says absolutely nothing. Appreciate that. Uh, Vosh says, uh, uh, I can't pronounce the first part, but Warlock, and he sends in a $5 super chat and says, Vosh, should National Socialist books be banned? Like, broadly? No, of course not. Um, you probably shouldn't have Mein Kampf in like a third grade classroom. I think that'd be a reasonable thing to not have in there for a variety of reasons. Uh, but like on f basic First Amendment rules, no. The idea of the state intervening to ban any kind of literature is really, really spooky. Okay. Wicked Wally sends in a $5 super chat and says, but if you want to be really f***ing based, you define experience with Chrono Trigger references, which I do all the time. I haven't Dad played Joe Chrono from, Trigger. From, what? I know. I keep planning to. It's been on my what? list for ages. I'm... All right. All right. Well, there's an age gap. I get it. I get it. Okay. So, so, um, Vidya sends in a $2 super chat and said, okay, we already, we already went through that with the Rob Nora thing. Uh, Juzar sends in a $5.33 super chat. Thank you for that. It says cigarette money for hosting the debate. By the way, quit smoking. See, I think it's a communist conspiracy. They just say it looks cool because they want to kill me. I think that that's what I think that it's a communist conspiracy. Hey, no, to no, no nothing like that. Hey, right, come on. Go back nothing, to sleep. All right. There's nothing underhanded about it at all. Um, Adult Small Bear sends in a $2 super chat and says, your mom's Jordan Peterson. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kenneth G sends in a $5 super chat and says, what's with the beard brush? I've had a beard longer than you've been alive and I've never used a brush. You oh, have it's, some OCD. It's a, it's a stupid tick thing. I, I, it's, it's like all the time now. It's so annoying. I didn't used to do that, but now I like, I like yank at my mustache when I'm not thinking. And then I, then I realized I'm like, oh, well now it's in the wrong place. So then I do the brush thing. It's super stupid. Um, all right. I got to like break that habit. Uh, so, uh, for $5 comes in top tier moderation of the Owen Jim Bob debate today. You guys are welcome for that. Um, $15 comes in from James Nelson and he says, give half of this to PF young because I don't endorse sophistry, whatever that means. And he isn't getting a dime $6 from we're here to <laughs> shit up says Vosh. If you believe there's no objective base for ethics. You'd be using universal qualifiers and quantifiers, making it a universal truth claim. You need to justify. Also, if most people preferred Hitler, would he be good? No, I'm not a moral relativist. I'm just a moral anti-realist. I think my axioms are correct. I also think most people have roughly the same axioms. I'd be willing to bet that outside of a couple of differences, even like Nazis or whatever, like ideologically Nazis, probably have most of the same axioms. Uh, uh, an instinctual preference towards uh human well-being towards like self-actualization i think there's always like humans we have like a biological inclination towards some types of preferences and uh, i think you can appeal to those pretty um pretty strongly but it's not about relativism even if everyone on earth thought it was like okay to murder and rape people for for fun uh, i don't think that would make it right because my axioms exist outside of their preference last couple of super chats here guys we're here to f shit up for six dollars says peterson has a lot of good practical advice but until people like him and pf ditch classical liberalism we, we're not going to get anywhere vosh is just the dlc expansion pack final boss of that enlightenment brain dribble yeah the, the see the aversion to enlightenment values here i have to wonder how much of that is like a misguided effort to achieve similar axioms to mine just like retardedly you know 
like, oh, uh, uh, multiculturalism has failed, as we can demonstrate by the fact that they're poor black people. There wasn't poverty before the Enlightenment. Uh, like, you, you run, through, oh, multiculturalism has failed. That's why America is so poor and weak compared to other countries. Um, I, I wonder how much of it is like total delusion, but I think fundamentally the idiot who donated that does want to live like a life of comfort and freedom with people they love, pursuing interests that they value, you know, making a mark on the world in the best way they can. And I just, I feel like there's some brain damage there, but if you can wire around that, I really think there's agreement that you could get at, even with the people I'd consider like the absolute worst. Uh, Bavarian bog hog hunter says it's easy to say you're a good guy while demonizing an entire group of people. Um, probably. Yeah. I mean, I think the ideology is really bad not to like segue here, but referring to what I literally just said, even if I think a person has an abhorrent demonic ideology, I don't think that makes them essentially bad, right? Everyone can change. Um, I admit that my fiery language might not be the best for convincing like everyone, and that's fine. But I think some people actually kind of like the super direct, like upfront, you know, prove to me why you're not this kind of method. I mean, somebody must, or my channel wouldn't have done, you know, very well, I imagine. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not meant to be an essentialist criticism. Gotcha. Okay, these are the last two, and we're gonna get you guys out right at the three hour mark, which I'm happy about. Five dollars comes in from Adam Dole says. Using Umberto Eco's uh, to create a definition of fascism is the same as using Ayn Rand's definition definition of socialism opposed to going to Giovanni Gentile or Karl Marx, respectively. Good stream, Andrew. Nice to see you here, Vosh. Karl Marx lived and died before the rise of modern fascism, so I really don't know how like good his descriptions would have been in retrospect. No, um, I think that the, the Umberto Eco's 14 points are really, really good because fascism is necessarily idiosyncratic. It's, um, it borrows a lot of stuff. It's irrational. It pulls in. It's messy. Take a look at the rise of 10 dictators from 10 countries. You'll find up very similar ideologies with very different messaging. I think it's more important to look at like the cultural tendencies, the, um, the underlying logic than it is to go like, okay, well, what is the government structure? What specific ideals? It's like defining uh, liberalism or capitalism. What does it mean for a country to be capitalist, right? Basically, every country on earth is capitalist. I mean, there aren't any like stateless communist utopias, but there are so many varieties of how it presents that you have to refer to like tendencies more so than explicit descriptors. Systems are complicated. Uh, Lemon sends in four bucks. Last one says, Andrew, blessed feast of the prophet Zechariah. Tavash, please reject modernity and embrace orthodoxy. There's this really weird trend right now of people pretending that they're orthodox Christians or like Catholics. No, you're not. Shut up. I've seen a million people like you. All of you just liked the friend Pep Peppo memes where he's wearing a crusader helmet or like you saw a picture of a big orthodox church and you were like, yeah, dude, that's red pill. Just like me. Shut up. You don't practice. You don't follow the faith. You haven't read the texts. Okay. Shut up. Okay. Stop looking for a supernatural justification of your shitty ideology. Just have the balls to step up and believe the dumb things that you believe without pretending that you're being motivated by some kind of underlying religious enlightenment. God almighty. Jesus Christ. Oh. These people, man. There was, I agree. There was just one that I missed, and it's good because we still have two minutes on the clock. AI Enhanced Cinema says, Vosh, do you support the Weimar Germany degeneracy that extended to sex with animals and children under 15? If you think those things didn't exist, would there ever be a society possible in which those could ever be acceptable? Well, first of all, I'm pretty sure that sex with animals in a lower age of consent is just a Western European special. 
I mean, from what I'm aware of, Spain, England, France, Germany, like a bunch of these countries have, in my opinion, worse attitudes on these issues than America. So I don't know if this is necessarily a Weimar thing. Also, if you think there wasn't a bunch of rape of children in Nazi Germany, hmm. Uh, yeah, there are some historical texts on that one I would, uh, I would reflect on. Not to mention all the rampant drug use. What happened to, uh, you know, anti-degeneracy? Look, if you want a society free of those things, then there are actually a bunch of resources you can find on preventing sex trafficking that also talk about stuff like the abuse of children. You want sex education, which makes it easier for young people who are being abused to identify what's being done to them because the ignorance of young people is often exploited by abusers. Uh, you want to support feminism and like Me Too movements. You want like, uh, you want to create social systems that support and uplift people who are being abused because that makes it a lot easier to catch abusers. But all of these things are part of the liberal degeneracy you denounce. Your society, not mine, is the one that would be having these problems. Um, and probably the Nazis animals too. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I haven't looked into that. Let's just say they did to make it easier to just assume it. Let's just assume, as, assuming as first principles that they animals. Moving forward. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming out tonight. Uh, this was actually quite good. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, let's start with PF Young. Go ahead, chat your channel out to everybody where they can find you. Yeah, I'm Paul. I have a channel called PF Young. I'll just say to wrap this up what I said at the beginning. Um, I did enjoy this. I appreciate this. Um, like I said, I went to therapy and I spent many months uh, sitting with and talking about the worst parts of myself. And so the reason that I, even though I truly believe- Paul, what, Paul, you want to shout out your channel? Let me finish my point. <laughs> it's more important than that. This the is reason, the channel shout out time, Paul. Can I finish my point? Make it quick. I, okay, I'll make it quick. The reason I say that is because I want to engage with people like Vosh. I want to engage with people like you, Andrew, who I think holds- just as morally reprehensible beliefs in the opposite direction. And we all think the other two has terrible beliefs. The reason I bring that up is because I do think that when you say, for example, my conservative family members are, e are equivalent to the KKK, that bothers me. But I don't think that the best way to, hand to address that is to say, go yourself and you're a terrible person for all these reasons. So with that, what I would say is I would have a beer with either of you. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Vosh, would you like to shout your channel out real quick? That and something else. Uh, I'm Vosh. You can find me at Vosh. Uh, Voshing. Uh, but also, I enjoyed the convo very much, Paul. Um, you know, we, we obviously disagree on a lot, and I... I'll just leave it at that. We disagree on a lot. But you are a human being. A lot of these conversations I have, you know, I, I'm talking with these, these giggling, frenetic messes who know they're lying. They know they're lying when they talk to me. They don't care. Yeah. I've seen it, yeah. You obviously care. You care enough to emote you care enough to engage i really appreciate that sincerely i do it, it means a lot you know as I, 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 so much i the harder and harder to find debates where it seems like both people actually give a shit about the positions they're coming to the table with so yeah uh, i hope you have a wonderful Thank day you. i hope both of you have a wonderful day and i appreciate yeah, the time too, yeah have a great have a great night from all of us here at the crucible to all of you out there in crucible land have a wonderful night All right, I think I did well there in terms of my position. I actually did like talking to Paul, um, uh, a good a good amount. That guy was so dumb. Well, he set it up front, and I think it's true. I think he has a very strong emotional attachment to a couple of the positions here. Um, I mean, we all do, right? But you know, no, I I, I enjoyed the conversation a lot. That was fun. I. 
I do quite like the super chats and the call-ins at the end, though, because yelling at the Nazis who follow Big Papa fascists is very funny. It's like tropes every time. It's like, um, oh, I'm not a Nazi, I'm an identitarian. Ah, uh, yeah, embrace orthodoxy. It's like, okay, man, <laughs> come on. Um... Thanks to that closing, Vosh. I agree. He was very human in his approach to stuff. Yeah, so, okay, I've said this before, but, like, the fi the final stage of fascist engagement in terms of, like, disagreeing with other people is knowing dishonesty. By the time you get people who are, like, fully over, they are actively anti-empiricist. Like, they, they no longer in any way value, like, politically, ethically, anything, the idea of truth. That's like the end state for fascism. A lot of fascists don't even reach that, you know. It's, it's not all of them all the time, but that is like the end point. And a lot of people who are fascists, who debate online, are in that position. They are unreachable. Like, the only reason you would ever talk to them is like springboarding a tennis ball off of a wall. It's, they're, they're just there for you to catch and throw. It's not, there's not two people there. Um, but with Paul... My man's actually a guy, uh, like a, a person, you know? Um, and quite emotive, too, which I actually find very charming. He kind of looks like Ludwig, don't you think? A little bit, yeah. Also, we got a surprise Rob Nor jump scare. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I don't agree. I thought he was completely disconnected the whole time. I think, I think he had a strong emotional attachment to some of these points that made him less willing to consider some of the stuff that I was saying. But that's, to me, that's very, very different from, like, knowingly running away from a point or like knowingly lying or knowingly what about you know and i appreciate that i'm glad i'm glad he cares he he cared enough to be offended by the whole like fascism kkk family member thing which my goal wasn't to offend him i mean i i stand by my comparison um but the fact that he could be offended meant he cared about what he was saying which is again like an indication of sincerity which i appreciate it wasn't like performative denunciation he was actually offended by what I said, and he actually tried to get me to walk it back. I, I didn't, but I, I appreciate the fact that he tried to get me to.